Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is uh, season 10. It's episode 50. A bullseye. Um, back with us. Obviously the booches are still on their holiday. Uh, but back with us is Cadden Town then. Where are you? What are you doing? Just cleared up my studio. No, I'm having a beer talking to you. Good. Uh, and 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 back from... Well, he hasn't been on sabbatical yet, let's be honest. But no. the ending is sabbatical. It's uh, Shedman, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed. Shedman. 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 I know, we're under legal obligations to play that when he says he's in his shed. Anyway, um, some of yous, eight listeners, or seven I hear now, um, didn't take kindly to us inviting some American hammers on um, last week. So, um, no, we... nor Paul Turner, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we decided to invite um, another um, person that will upset our, uh, our listenership. And our latest victim, sorry, guest presenter. Only in North Cyprus. Uh, is, is Stelios from Irons United. Welcome, Stelios. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my makeshift studio living room um, doing a podcast with you, kind gents. Why would it upset people? Well. Because you're not a tanner. <laughs> he said it, not me. Oh, look, I, I, I've, I've admitted to that a long time ago. Yeah. But that's nothing. <laughs> do you usually the the Turkish YouTube... listeners are switching off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I what? Anyway, we're going to have a butcher's look at you. A butcher's hook, rather. Not a butcher's look. A butcher's hook at you, Stelius, and what makes you tick, and what makes you West Ham. Uh, we're then going to talk about some non-transfer news, because there is no transfer news, so more of that later. Um, and then we're going to go to question time. Your normal... You know, summer non-news kind of podcast. You, you know the routine, yeah. You know the you listen to us, don't you? Still, 
I do, yeah, yeah. And uh, that means my bow that's going to be on later is only going to last 10 minutes. Given yeah. that there's no transfer news. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. Don't worry. Let, let me... Uh, the juices will start flowing. We'll, we'll come up with something. So, Stel, let's, let's start. Um, I know we made a joke that you're Cypriot, a Greek Cypriot. Um, but tell us, where were you born? Why are you West Ham? What are your, what's your Hammers credentials in your family? Oh, well, this is going to be an easy one. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to get ready for the slaw, lads. Um, born in North London, raised North, Northwest London. Absolutely no credentials whatsoever in my family to do with West Ham at all. Um, when I was a kid, my dad would take me with his mates to watch Arsenal. Hated Ooh. it. Yeah. When I was growing up, all my mates around North London, Northwest London, and my cousins were either Arsenal, uh, Spurs, Chelsea. My nearest ground is QPR. I didn't want to be involved with any any of that lot. And uh, at an early age, um, when I was, no, seven, eight years old, I was trying to decide what club I wanted to support. And uh, I read about this club in East London that um, it's interesting because it was uh, I used to get my mum used to buy me these um, like shoot magazines and all these shoot annuals, Christmas annuals. And there was one that did a, a cover, a, a cover on West Ham United and Tottenham Hotspur. And I remember reading about them in the glory days in the 60s and thinking, oh, they sound good. And the only reason why I decided on West Ham was because I liked the whole thing about the uh, the youth academy and how Ron Greenwood wanted to play a European style of football. So I said to myself, they're the ones I'll support. Didn't even know how to get to the bowling or anything of the sort. But uh, that's the reason that's, why I support That's an Western. interesting... So does that make your dad an Arsenal supporter or was he not really... Uh, a... my, my dad wasn't really a football fan. He just went... We had mates, Greek mates, who loved going to Arsenal... And they used to, you know, tell him to go and, and he'd, he'd take me along for my sins. And, uh, and that's my early memories of football games. And was your, your dad born in uh, Cyprus? Is that yeah, where your yeah, surname, Kiriakou, isn't it? Is that pronounced it's... right? Well done. Yep. You pronounce my name better than you pronounce the player. Yeah, the I know. <laughs> was he born but in yeah, Cyprus? Uh, yeah, my mum and dad both born in Cyprus. And and you still have family in Cyprus? Yeah, most of my immediate family are there. Um, first cousins, etc. Who, who's your Cypriot yeah. football team? There must be. Uh, well, I, I've been told there's only one, which is Ammonia, which is the club that uh, won the league for the first time. Ammonia? Ammonia. <laughs> Did you say Not Ammonia? Yeah, Ammonia. That's like bleach, you have to say it a bit faster. Don't you don't say monia, you say monia, omnia. Anyway, just ignore it still. <clears throat> what what have you managed to you said that you, you became uh, it's unusual, you became you decided to become a West Ham fan yourself rather than a friend or family or father or fa have have you managed to groom people in your family, your immediate family or your wider family to become West Ham fans now? Well, um, I used to, apparently, my brother reminds me that I used to drag him to games and he hated it because he's a Man U fan. Oof. Um, and uh, he, I would literally apparently just say to him, we're going to see West Ham this weekend. 
and he'd reluctantly come with me, but he never, he never became a fan. And uh, when my daughter was old enough to walk, I started taking her to games. First game she ever went to, I think she was four, when we played Spurs at home, uh, the Lasagna Gate game. Uh, was the first game I took to. Um, and took her right up to the point where we went to the new stadium. And and then she's, you know, grew up, became a teenager, prefers to do other things than going to watch football with her dad. And uh, that stopped a couple of years ago, which was sad for me because uh, I think she used to enjoy it. I used to yeah. enjoy taking her. But uh, no, I've not converted anyone. In fact... How about wife, any... girlfriend, partner? Do you... No, no. No, I took I took my current partner to one game. <laughs> I took to the uh, Chelsea, uh, West Ham Chelsea game, the cup game at the new ground, when the fans were trying to get over over the uh, the oh, positioning. Yeah, and at that time, my season ticket was up in the what now is the Bond Stand up in up in Heavens there, and we were quite close. And she was going, "We need to go now," and I'm like, "No, I've got three minutes extra time." You've won, yeah, but... And that's the only time she ever worked. Yeah. Does, it, does that mean you go on your own nowadays, or have you built up a sort of group of friends around that you, you go to football with? Well, through social media, I've got no people. So now I've got mates that I will meet and we'll go to away games and new game, home games, stuff like that. But for quite a number of years, um, couldn't one would go. I, I, when I remember when I was a kid, you know, trying uh, going games. We had mates who were Chelsea fans, etc. I would, I, I think saw West Ham more at away games, sitting in the home end, than I did at Dam. Mates will go, do you want to come your your team playing? I'd go, yeah, all right. So I'd go with them, and of course wouldn't enjoy a minute of it because I have to keep my mouth shut if we score. Um, and then whenever I used to pay them the. Uh, uh, you know, ask them to, to, to West Ham with me, not one would go. So it's kind of, uh, I, I know I don't want to get the violins out, but it, it ain't as much fun we won't. going to a game when you. <laughs> you sometimes oh, you meet up with me and Nigel um, when you're really I do desperate. now. Yeah. <laughs> not, um, it's you when he's desperate. Yeah. Well, well, it was right. made for fun. Well, to be fair, uh, and I'm sure I've said it on the podcast before, he invited me, but then gave my place away to someone else well, on the table when I you turned up late. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. You had a go at me for turning up late to do the podcast tonight, and you turned up about 45 minutes late to claim your seat. So and look, uh, look, you can't put time on it. If you make a promise, you make a promise. You shouldn't, you know. I just said we wouldn't be, didn't I? <laughs> you did, man. Anyway, let's go back to the, your beginnings at West Ham. When did you start? Did you start, you know, in in the South Bank? The, what, what era are we talking about? Did you stand on the terraces? Did you were you a season ticket holder? Talk to us about your beginnings well, of going to West Ham. My first game, I convinced myself my first game was was thirteen uh, to travel from North London or uh, across to East London, and I convinced myself it was a European Cup win Cup game because. I genuinely can't remember. All I remember was saying to my mum, uh, mum, I want to go and watch West Ham. He went, it's too far. You can't go on your own. You're too young. So I sneaked out of the house. It was a, 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 an evening. Come on, you've got to do an game. impression of your mum. In this podcast, you've got to do an impression of your mum. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> I'll, leave that, I'll leave that to Nigel. Well, Nigel probably will. 
Um, so I convinced myself it was a Cup Winners' Cup game. I was 13 years old. Uh, cup Winners' Cup game. Went down by myself. And which, all I remember... Which stand? I, I, I genuinely don't remember. I think behind the goal or on the side? I think sides. it was behind the goal. Yeah, right. behind the goal. Hardly saw anything because, you know, I'm not what, a tall What man. year would this have been? That would have been 76. I was 13, just coming up 14 years old. Um, and uh, all I remember was the vibe. All I remember was the, the train journey as, as we were getting closer. The fans uh, in on, on the train and walking to the ground. It's the first football match I went to on my own. Like I said, before that, I only went with dad. Um, and I loved it. And the bus, the whole bus of it. I don't remember any anything of the game. I just remember the fans chanting, the singing, etc., and just the buzz of of that night. And um, that was it. You weren't at it. the 1923 Cup final then. No, I was only a toddler then, Sean. So <laughs> you no, do I'm sound you're older than all of us, actually. If you were 13 in 1976, yeah, I'm 59 now. Wow. So you wear it well, yeah, Stan. A long time ago. Thank you, Sean. Um, <laughs> Jez. When, when did you get your um, first season ticket? Do you remember that? Where was that? I don't remember, to be honest with you. I think it was um, the London late Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you. Uh, I think it was the late 80s. But uh, I, I went to West Ham sporadically because, like I said, I didn't have... I didn't know anyone to go with. So... Yeah. It was quite sporadic. You must be. Where uh, were you when you left? When you left the Bolin in 2016, uh, where were you then? I was in the North Stand. North Stand. So what is that in real money? That's uh, Trevor Brookin. Trevor Brookin. So we were you buy up? I mean, we would. Myself. No, Donald, no. I was in the. I was in the West in Stand, West not the Trevor Brookin Stand. A West Stand. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that's where I was, but I wasn't a season ticket holder that season. I, oh, um, I so this is all coming out now. So I, I joke that you weren't oh, really a season go. ticket holder to the London Stadium, but that's partially true. Um, I was before, but I wasn't a season ticket holder at the last season, no. I gave them season tickets several seasons before. Right. Um, okay. And I only really started getting back to West Ham probably about four or five seasons before... We let the bowl in. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, good. Well, let's, let's, let's move on and let's fast forward a little bit because obviously one of the reasons we got you in and the reason we know you um, is because you, you're one of the founders of a YouTube channel called Irons United. Um, why did that happen? What, what, how did that come about? Um, Anton started it up. I used to go on <clears throat> various Facebook channels and rant about West Ham when we weren't doing well. And had so, hang on, long, just just long... to be clear, just 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 so it's Anton's YouTube channel, and you're just a presenter, yeah. Uh, I, yeah I would is... say now that we co-host the channel. Oh. No, but Anton, Anton started. Anton started it up. Okay. And Anton's still on it. On his own. Yeah. No. What do you mean on his No, own? originally when he started it up, was he on his own? He started to... Oh, YouTube. sorry. No, I, he started up with some other other um, guys who come on every now and again now, but not as often as myself and Anton do. Okay. 
Um, and he saw me on one of the one of the Facebook channels doing a rant, doing a diatribe on West Ham. He messaged me and said, "Would you like to rant on YouTube?" And I went, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" And I did the first one. Didn't think nothing of it. What year was this? <laughs> It's been about three years ago now. Oh, it's um, only been going three years. I think West Ham United have been going. A bit you you researched things, John. I don't know, do I? I mean, <laughs> that's. It's been I going since on that on loop. It's, <laughs> it's been going since 2016. And I think I've been on the channel about three years. All right. Okay. And so I did. I did my first on um, my first show. Think much of it. I was asked to go again, so clearly they must have liked something. I must have been moaning an awful lot because I went again. And uh, and then after uh, maybe about six months to a year, I wanted to, I decided to ask Anton if I could do my own show. And that's how Western Weekly started about a year and a half ago, two years ago. What and, was uh, your, the rest is history. What was your forum of choice? Where did you use you to mean? vent your spleen before Iron United? Oh, um, a few a few Facebook um, pages that I'm no longer a member of. <laughs> Go on, you've got to name it. Yeah. Uh, there's one called Olas. Okay. Um, yeah, that I know. did my main um, venting on. Um, that was the was the main one. You weren't a KUMB uh, person? No. You weren't a West Ham Till I Die person? No, I'd read it, but I'd never really sort of relied much to, to any of those. Um, uh, did you read on... um, Overland and Sea, the, the fanzine? Yeah, I used to buy them and I used to buy blowing bubbles when I used to go to yeah. the, uh, the, the stadium. Um, but Facebook was mainly the, the area I used to sort of uh, feel comfortable, shall we say, to, uh, to vent. And, it's quite uh, a new newbie, the whole newbie thing, you know, new generation of West Ham fans in, in reality. What, on Facebook? No, in, in general. I mean, most of what we're talking about. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think uh, on channels like Olas, you get quite a lot of diehard West Ham fans who've been there for years. Um, but, uh, yeah, the other ones... I'd I'd read them, but uh, I'd never really sort of engage with them, shall we say? Do you make any money out of? Uh, you don't have to answer this. Do you make any money out of Vines United? No, no. We're just about enough for me to keep the platform going. That we uh, so it's on. it's it's not a job. What do you what if you don't mind me asking? What do you do for a living? I work for charity. I work for. Uh, I love uh, the way you went charity. charity. I do a lot of work for charity. <laughs> I work for a charity, a domestic charity, Royal National Institute of the Blind, and I'm their head of operations there. Oh. I did know Why that. Why weird in dark glasses? Yeah. <laughs> um, I wear these dark glasses, mate, because they go dark in the sun. Do, do you ever but see I do yourself... For re I do wear them for reading. Do you ever see yourself earning a living out of West Ham, or do you think this always will be a little bit I of a think... hobby? I think we'd all love to earn a living doing doing this, do, doing the hobby that we love. Of course, I would. But I'm a realist, and I well, know that. Well, Canning Town Len has, I think. He's the one out of us that probably has. Well, I, I mean, oh, I shut think up! He's not the you. only one. Tell you what. What? <laughs> don't go down that road. What do you mean? I don't earn a living out of West Ham. 
Yes, you do. No, no you no. do earn a living. I don't earn you a get living. Get a living. Them. You get a living. I get I get some expenses. I don't earn Piss a living. Piss off. Don't fucking play that game. <laughs> I don't earn a living. <laughs> I have a day job. You, just, do, you? you trying, do earn a living. I don't earn a living. You earn a living. He's trying to disassociate himself with you. Mm. Anyway. Steps, Nigel. Anyway, I'll, I'll go over to our extinct... They've, they've been very patient being quiet. Um, let's start I'm with you, them, uh... Nigel. What, what what have I missed to ask? Because you always point out something I didn't ask our guests. What have I not asked Stelios tonight? What have you not asked him? Yeah, what have I not you, asked him? Oh. Who, who his favourite player was? Yeah. Who did he like watching when he was a kid? Who did he want to be in the playground when he was playing football? There you go. Devonshire was favourite. Um, our winger when I played football, and winger love flipper players. A winger, right winger, proper <laughs> right winger, proper position. Were you good at football, um, Stel? No, mate, I was shit. But I thought I was good. Um, and went for trials. I went for trials at various clubs. Uh, but back in the 70s, we'd go for trials. You get about 100 kids turn up. Yeah. And they give about 30 seconds on the pitch and go, go on then. What position? Right wing. Go on then, off you go. And then if you haven't, if you haven't demonstrated any, any decency in football, you hauled off after minutes. Because they've got queues of boys waiting up. You know, to, to go and uh, get on the pitch. And um, I I mean, who do you have trials with? Come on, name names. I went for trials with QPR because it's the nearest uh, club to me. Yeah. Where did you live? Then? You keep saying that's the nearest. I live in you, you I, live, live in... I live in Wilston. I live in Wilston Green, which is West London. Which oh is right, Wembley. yeah, that would have been yeah. then, yeah. So well, QPR. Was like, when I was I was growing up, it was Barringay Holloway area. So that's why, you know, all groups went for either Arsenal or Spurs. Right. But my dad moved us to um, Dolly's Hill and then Wilson Green when okay. I was in my, when I was 10, 11. So the nearest ground to me was QPR. Okay. Um, so I went for trials there, went for trials with Chelsea, but, you know, I'll be honest. I, mean, I, 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 I wasn't even good enough for... Saturday league. I was in a Saturday league team once, but I didn't even get to play because I broke my ankle in training. Um, so I played Saturday league and and played, you know, uh, locally for like uh, local teams and my work teams and stuff like that. So no, I was never really good. I was, but there you go. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, Devonshire was my favourite because I love playing down the right wing. But my early, the early West Ham players I remember watching um was mervyn day uh clyde best uh and players like that in the early 70s the early 70s my memories of stam are quite mixed with memories of other teams around that time you know like you know leeds and arsenal and chelsea and things like that so and that was around the time i was still trying to decide who am i going to support and i just remember you know games you know cup finals like the chelsea leeds cup final 1970 you know eight years old what seven years old watching games like that you know and being excited by football and not really knowing which team i really you know was at an affinity to 
But, uh, you know, may call me a glory hunt. I think what also earned it for me was uh, the 75 Cup fine watching West Ham win that. Yeah. And that gave me a buzz, you know, and that's what made me go, you know, yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't get the buzz from any other team and why it was West Ham. Is your brother know. still Man U? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, sir. Len, what Hello. question do you have for, for Stell before we finish our Butcher's Hook section? Well, I was just I was going to ask you about YouTube. What would you... Because you're not the usual um, generation of YouTuber. I wonder what made you no. go with something that was somewhat established rather than doing something else yourself. I don't know, mate. Um... Ego, I guess. What other reason would people like? You know, <laughs> that, that's really refreshing to say here. Yeah, it's but here, true. here, here you know, it is. I, I think, yeah, it is ego. You, you, you think you've got something to say, and you want an audience in front of you to say it to. And yeah. I, um, Anton would wind me up and show, well, try to wind me up, and show me some of the early videos I, I used to do, and they were shit. You know, they were really, really poor. And uh, I ain't got much better kind of... first time. <laughs> <laughs> you found me. <laughs> you found your level, you just stuck at it. <laughs> well, you know, why not be consistent, eh? <laughs> uh, but I don't know. It, it, I, I actually, I mean, I know it sounds strange for a bloke of my age to want to do it, but I actually really enjoy, you know what? I, I, I actually do enjoy doing the research. It's given me a lot more insight, yeah. you know, because my my memories of West Ham are, I mean, I've I've I've, I've got a, a program in front of me, for a game I went to, and I don't even remember going to it, which was the uh, the semi final second leg of the playoffs against Ipswich, and and it's funny because when I I was going to do this, I was looking around for old programs, I don't remember that 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 game's on my birthday in two thousand four. And I don't remember going to it, you know, and my memories of West Ham are like, I've done, done games, but I couldn't even tell you the games I've been in, you know, like. Oh, mate, you've got to remember that game. Stuff like that. You know what? Alan Pard, you on you know, the pitch at the end of the game, get your, get your limos, we're off to Cardiff. <laughs> That's what he I said. The, I'll tell you, I can... think the only thing I remember of it, Nigel, is I think I was in the West that night as well. And I remember standing there and, I, and it was... The stand was fucking. It was such an atmosphere. It's like people jumping up and down, and and it was, and it was rocking. And and I, I think that was that same game. You know, I genuinely, you know, didn't have the the program in front of me. I genuinely wouldn't have remembered that I went to it. You know, my memory is shit. But then that's that's the age, I guess. Uh, but I don't remember because I've been to and the last season. You know, will remind me. I mean, all the home games. Yeah, people remind me of the away game that we've been to and I'll be like oh yeah yeah we did that so and so my memory was really poor for you know sort of memories I have snippets of stuff I remember but uh, it's not great you should do a show reg- with Sean then because it'll be fantastic <laughs> yeah where, I was going to ask you where, where no, do you get a lot of that? your content you seem to have a lot of content that you, you put on from news and stuff where do you get your content yeah, from still you know I'm, I'm fortunate for you Sean it's not Claret and Hugh even though people think it is, 
I, you I, read I, someone, I, you read something that's ripped off Clarence Hughes stories and regurgitate well, it in the whole big washing machine. I don't know, sure. I don't know if that's <laughs> true or not. You might. Well, I remember you told me some time ago. Once a story is in one column, within within a day, it, it, do you know what that's true? Column. And I always say, yeah. don't get worried about um, stories because it's the internet's one big washing machine. I don't own a story as much as anyone else. I might have been the first to break a story. Great, you know. I don't even like the word exclusive, but you know, by being first, you get more clicks. Let's be really transparent about that. By being first, you get more clicks. But in the end of the day, it's a big washing machine. No one owns anything. No one owns information. No one owns stories. So you know, all's fair in love. Well, and and I, I, I don't and I, get upset. I, I told Ben and Nigel when I was last on that I I looked through news news. Um, Damn it, forgotten what it's called. News Now. Um, news Now. I yeah. just click on that, and I scroll through that, and I pick up the stories that are interesting. Yeah, agreed. And then I'll do... Uh, and then if I, if I like... When I do a, uh, transfers, I won't just go, so we're in with this player, and it's cost us 20 million. Great. I'll do some research on that player, and I'll try and... Some, like There's, there's, uh, there's uh, websites that you can look at scouting... Yeah, know, the player's style, tactics, etc. And I try and throw a bit of that in, you know, to and and try and work out whether a player that we're linked to, yeah. or supposedly linked to, would even fit into David Moyes' system. Yeah, you no, know, that's, and, that's and that, that'll give you an idea whether a player that where there's any uh, uh, any sort of truth to it. Value added. Value added, yeah. Uh, uh, but I could easily just throw it out and go. So we're linked to twenty players. And, that's it i mean that's yeah. boring so i do I, I know you know we joke about it but i do do the research and it and it we does take a long still. time we believe you <laughs> right uh, we're probably getting a bit bored of butcher's hook now and, and Iron united give it give give your youtube jury give anton's youtube channel a plug <laughs> um well for those eight viewers i'm sure at least four of the viewers actually or the listeners should i say subscribe to West Ham United for the but for the four. Um log to YouTube well, that West Ham United. Not even that many seven. No uh, <laughs> I think he's on the three? podcast the bloke who listens who watches Iron United. He's on the <laughs> podcast tonight. Look, let him do his plug. Be quiet, Len. Just let him Sorry. do his plug. This oh, is, he's oh, really I'm good at adverts. Mind. Have you not seen the one he did for one football? Go oh, on. for one football? Yeah. It's classic. I reckon, I reckon that got the most... I reckon that got the most clicks for one football Right. Ever. So, yeah, I'll start again. Here's your sound. Here's your sound bite. Go, Stel. Hello. Oh, for those of you who haven't heard of West Ham United, go to YouTube, come West Ham United, and subscribe to it. You'll get a whole load of content. We do con we do a daily show, we do a weekly show, we do special shows on particular players. Don't forget the watch alongs. Well, yeah, I know you're a big fan of the watch alongs. I love the sure. watch alongs. Yeah, Especially when everyone people... is watching a stream that's out of kilter with everyone else. It's hilarious. Well, what people really love, Sean, is when you're on and you're looking at at your phone rather than actually watching along. Getting news. Is, uh, getting news, mate. Getting news, yeah. The, the latest exclusive. It um, has so, been yeah. known for Nigel and myself to frequent this uh, YouTube channel when we're bored and we've got nothing else to do. <laughs> uh, well, when we got time to fill, we ask you, but when we need some real, real meaty information about what damn, 
we usually ask Nigel. Yeah, good. Good luck with that. Um, anyway, and we would like, and we would like Lennon, but he he keeps turning he's, us down. Well, he's, he's a cartoon. You know, he's he doesn't like to be seen. Um, uh, don't, oh, it, he doesn't have to yeah. go on screen. He can go. He can go. Yeah, I know, but uh, it sort of ruins the whole point of YouTube if if you've only got a voice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it works for up, doesn't it? I wouldn't watch it's that. Not, that. It's not. It's not the platform for me, mate. To be honest. No, um, I know, mate. I... Moving on, transfer news. There is none. I know we're writing lots of reports and we repeat what well, this and that. But but the reality is, David Moyes is doing his technical observer role, and of course he's looking at people in the Euros. Um, Alan Irvine is going to help out. They are recruiting some scouts. But there's not going to be a director of football incoming because I don't think David Moyes wants to give it out. He's going to take his time like he always does. There ain't going to be anything. You know, players are on holiday. The players are not on holiday or on international duty. Um, and we've just got to be patient. And everyone keeps on going, what's the latest? When are we going to sign someone? We've signed three players, right? Have we not still? You must have done a story on this. We've signed three players. Who are yeah, they? we've signed three, young- three youngsters, yeah. Well, um, no, one, one of them's not a youngster. We signed... Craig Dawson is one of our three. Oh, Sean. It's true. Hold up, hold up. You wear me out of time. Do you hear that? Anyway. um, So I thought we signed three youngsters. I thought we signed Pierre Rekwa from Reading and and Levi Lang from Arsenal, no? Or has he not been signed yet? No, he hasn't been signed yet. I was talking about the two youngsters. The guy from Chelsea, the guy from Reading, and um, and Craig Dawson I was talking about. Right. The other one okay. hasn't signed yet. So look, th- there is time. And look, uh, you know this, and I'm just repeating what you, everybody already knows. He's looking for a centre-back of, of decent quality. He's looking for a striker of decent quality. And he's looking for... Uh, Jesse Lingard, basically, <laughs> as as is free. So the so the loan the loan offer to uh, carry for Giovanni. I don't Simi believe it. Not true. I don't. Well, I, I, it's interesting because I I read about that earlier and 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 read about Cadu's plight in Serie A. I, I wrote the story. Don't get me wrong. I wrote so. the story. Look. Some of this, all, uh, and we're no different. Agents talk to us. Agents talk to journalists. A lot of these reports are all come about from from uh, uh, agents trying to get their play in the shop window. Maybe there's a bit of truth. Maybe someone asked. Maybe a scout in it. And we, you know, I think at any one time we've probably got a few hundred people we're looking at because every football club does that. You know, with Y Scout and and all these products we're looking. You know, what who's available? And agents are bombarding. I think David Sullivan every day with a hundred players, but that's not the same as people were actually go for. It's very early. I did a story today, and there's this. I did a story today, and it's a one story of real substance, and and that is, obviously, we've just had ninety nine percent of season tickets uh, renew, and I'm sure all of us have really ninety nine percent of what percentage from last season. Well, I think we lost about 5% last year, but that 5% were then offered there. So 99% renewed the fans, but when you think most of the fans paid up front or haven't been... Yeah, agreed, but a lot of them actually... And it's their best ever season I understand, but what did you want more than 99%? Well, I didn't expect anything less. 
Alright, but a lot of people took their game-by-game -game refund. It's, it would be disingenuous to say that everybody took what we did, which is the the no, money I'm, where... Yeah, but what I'm saying is if, if they pay out, they got the money back, but then they pay it out again. Yeah, I know it's, that, it's but really uh, Len, Len took the 30% option, so he's had to stump up 70%. You know, I think a third but of you people... You make it sound like the club have done something wonderful. No, I'm, I'm saying it, it shows support. Uh, but let me get on to the actual story. The story is, of course, with this new Delta variant, with what's going to happen, the problem is 38 million. So Karen Brady came out last year and said, we lose £2 million, right? Just over £2 million per home game in the league, right? 19 home games, £38 million. Add to that the... Three home games we're going to have for the Europa League and the domestic cups, at least two home games, hopefully. You, you're getting on for, you know, and, and you assume all those are, are a sellout. You're getting on for 50 million. Now, we need to get full audience. If we're going to get full funded um, club again, we need we need full capacity again. We can't be doing with all this... Is it is it more a concern that the TV money is going to reduce again if we don't have a capacity? Right? I don't think so more because than... I don't think that's the case. I think they think long term TV revenue has reached its peak and it's reducing now, which is why they did a actual rollover. And you're probably aware of this rollover. They rolled it over for another twelve months rather than go to auction. But but they are worried. About, I mean, it hits other clubs even more than us. But you know, we, we potentially with Europe could get around fifty million pound in gate money. Um, ticket money etc so we really we want I guess the model and there's a lot of pressure from the Premier League to adopt what you, uh, UEFA have done for the Euros which is that people can come back to the stadium a full stadium without social distancing if they've had double um, vaccinations or they've had a test in the last 24 hours and I think that's got to be the way forward because they're already talking about the possibility today of another lockdown and is there a third wave coming or anything well we need to get past this we need to have full stadiums again if if we're going to get football back to the funding it had before and I think we're all a bit wary I mean I, I don't know remember Sarah, oh were you at the um oh you were at the um game weren't you with Southampton you were lucky, like us. Um, you don't know something, uh, how much you missed it until until you go back, do you? Uh, and, that, and that reminded me of that last game of the season. And I am desperate to get back to normality next season. I don't know about when you, you still, but... And, when and, you see the Euros, there's been full capacity. Where was it in? Was it in Hungary? Yeah, but they're hungry. They, they, you know, they, they, they've got a president that's barking mad. Oh, um, I know, mate. I know. I'm, you know, all hands. He don't give a jack shit about anything. So, do no, you see? No, all right, no. let's ask each of our presenters. Nigel, do you see us going back to full capacity in in August? In August. Yeah, when the season um, starts. Um, fifty-fifty. Okay. I think it depends how the test events are going. I know they've got. I think fifty percent capacity for the rugby league at Wembley. Um, sorry, if you say that's roughly the same size stadium. All right, Len. Yes, mate. Do you see yourself see. going back, and do you see full fans going back in August? Uh, 
I think push is enough to come to Dove soon, then I think people would have to. We've got to get on with our lives at some point. We've just got yeah. to go. You know, the point I make sometimes is, you know, we we don't report the daily death figure of um, flu or no, pneumonia or no. diseases like this. And, and obviously, both of those things have a vaccine, right? You can get a pneumonia vaccine, you can get a flu vaccine. But, but throughout the winter, many, many people die. And at some point, we've just got to live with coronavirus is another disease that, that can kill people. But if you get vaccinated, there is a way. And at some point, we've got to get rid of this obsession with, with daily figures, I guess. I don't know when that is. I'm trying to be sensitive about it. But more, a lot of people I know just want to get on with their lives. And today was supposed to be Freedom Day, wasn't it? Yeah. If, uh, the, the thing is, uh, without getting going down a political road, it was always stupid the government set a day. Because no, if your guy did... That was only a guide, though. They did always. No, I know, but that's. But I saying that, and that's the problem. I saying that people focus on it. But if you are guided by science, like the end of the tunnel. Yeah, you used to be a Tory, Shedman. You're turning a little bit um, socialist in your old age. Well, you, you, perhaps I was a Tory. And then I realised that these Etonians that have taken over the Tory party oh. are the type of Tory that I like. Etonians <laughs> are very good to me, I'll have you know. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what? There's a general prejudice towards Etonians. No one likes... It's just a school. And this is a school that made so many great British leaders. Yeah, That's the Bullington ones. Yeah, they've also made a right few arseholes, haven't they? And let's face it, Boris Johnson. Anyway, anyway, it's pony. not a political podcast. Well, you asked it. You've gone. I away. know, He's but I'm putting a stop pony. to he it. He served now. his purpose. I think it's time we fucked him off, myself. Oh dear. Oh, anyway, moving God. on. Stel, help me out of this. Is is our, our supporters going back in August? I I think, I think government are going to be wish to make another freeze, um, and so they'll say, when is it? Another month's time. They say kind of ready but not but we'll open up 50% capacity and then but then the unfortunate thing with that is um, we'll go into sort of August or September and then we're going to have winter and, and I think this winter is going to be the there, there might be uh, we, we might end up bringing um, uh, you know getting out of lockdown and then some sort of November yeah. December we might end up going back in it again okay. I think that's the fear Good. I, um, I think I think they might allow 50% capacity back, uh, and 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 aim for 100% capacity maybe later in the year. Okay. I mean, you know, avoid, avoiding I've the politics hope. again. This jab though, because of how quick it's been developed and it didn't go through the the years for testing that a normal vaccine would go through. They don't know how long it will last or give we you don't. protection. Exactly. Yeah. I was just about so, to say that I've had both jabs. And I don't know. And now, you know, people over 50 are being talked about having maybe a booster in winter. Yeah. So we see know. it's something you... we've got to live with. Anyway, we're not a medical podcast. We're not a political podcast. We're a football podcast. Quickly, before we move on to question time, Declan Rice is going nowhere this summer. Uh, Thomas, Thomas Shuchek is going nowhere this summer. Issa Diop is going nowhere this summer. Anyone else? They're not going anywhere this summer. Um, 
Yarmolenko? Yarmolenko. <laughs> Interesting about Yarmolenko. <laughs> we would love to sell Yarmolenko, but there's been no offers, no his buying. agent said. He's on 115 yeah. grand a week, and no one can really afford him. So, you know, I, I, I get that playing in the Euros against North Macedonia is not the same as maybe playing in the Premier League, but the boy's done good. I've always been a fan of Yarmolenko. Um, I'll be surprised if any... Why should he take a drop for 115 grand a week, right? Why should he? And therefore, I, I, I see us being with him, he, he, seeing out his contract next season. Um, similar might be said about um, Philippe Anderson. You know, he's on 85 grand a week. Who, after the season he had and the, his form at the moment, who's who's prepared to pay that out? Why, why not just sit and earn his 85 grand a week? But are the club not going to try and do what they've done with the likes of Jack um, Wiltshire and people like Possibly. that? Possibly. Buy them out. Possibly. We, we were hoping that someone comes in. I know there's been reports of Lazio. Um, we'd like to offset it rather than just rip up the contract and give him the, the going rate is 75% of his remaining wages. Um, you know, you'd like to negotiate 50%, but again, why should a player give up 50% of his wages of his contract? A contract's a contract, you know? You know, you, you, it's hard to criticise them of why they wouldn't negotiate and go, no, I'm not going to take 50% of my remaining wages, piss off, you know? You think... He didn't even give fifty percent of his fucking effort, really, Sean. Well, but that doesn't matter. A contract's a contract, right? We 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 signed the player, we gave him that that deal, and a contract's a contract. You can't just say do the decent thing. Same with you know Jack Wilshire didn't leave on a free. Let's be honest, right? He got paid off. No. But with that with that in mind, Sean. Yeah. Does that mean our days of of looking for these players who are in their in the twilight of their careers are those over? I think David David Moyes is very keen not not to make the mistakes of his. But we keep hearing stories about Anatovic coming back. No, at at thirty-two. No, Anatovic is not coming back. Nor is Carlos Tevez. Forget it. (laughs) Well, Um, or Sergio Ramos as a centre back for free. No, No. but you know that that's that's the kind of thing that. No. Yeah, well, that's yeah, the kind of thing that people latch onto. Yeah, of course they are, because it's content, when it, you know? Um, but also, because of our history. Yeah, I know, know that. They'll, but... they'll go back and they'll go, that's what we do. David Moyes is his own man, and I know he's been called Divering, but he's got a, a nickname, and I've said this before, of due diligence, Dave. He's obsessive. He spends 10 hours on looking at videos. Did you just call him Jew? Sorry? Did you just call him a Jew? No, I didn't call him a Jew. Due diligence, Dave. Due. You just said due. D-U-E. Oh, due diligence. Sorry. Anyway, that's it. Look, he's 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 off doing his stuff. He he is obsessive. He's a control freak. He he doesn't give up his um, due diligence easily. Anyway, let's move on. Well, what's the odds on getting Lingard then? So, here's an interesting story. I'll tell this story. I haven't told this story before. Apart from when you wrote it and you Clarence and Hugh. Well, uh, well, we did we, did we? We talked I'll, to an agent. Let, no. and don't Perfect. shout out the agent's no. name. Nigel, stop doing this all the time. Shall I shout his name out? No, please, no. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not going to finish the rest of the story. Is he smooth and silky? 
See, now I'm not going to tell the story. I'm not going to tell the story. What? I'm not going to tell the story now. No, I'm getting. Go on, Sean. Go on. Go on. Go on. He reckons. Who? This agent reckons. Oh, that, I. That um. That it it will only cost about fifteen million to get him out of uh, a Man United. Well, we do that already. Yeah, I'm not telling the rest of the story now because he's named him, so I'm not going to do the other bit. I'll tell you off there. Yeah, I'm just Sorry? It doesn't matter. You're not talking about Peppermill, are you? No, no, no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, They always have to do this. And, uh, you know, sources have to be protected. And uh, anyway, anyway, let's move on. There is nothing to see here. Move along. There is no proper transfer news at this time. Wait till the Euros have finished. England's oh, I found a plot that we can buy instead of Lingard. Have we? I reckon. No, I think I found a player. Oh, good. And I think good money. I think we can get him as well. I think he would. All right. Tell me and I'll send it to Sullivan. Sure, Dan Shakiri. Okay. He's a little fair. Oh, still... yeah. Yeah, oh, he's cracking. Play from Liverpool. Do you think he's still? I don't still... think he'd want to play for us. Weren't we after him a couple of seasons ago when he didn't? He went to Liverpool. Yeah, but he, he was Arnie's mate, wasn't he? Oh, okay. Right. Because he was at Stoke with Arnie. Right. Anything else? Any other business before we get to question time or anything you're plugging this week, boys, or anything else? On a, I've been asked to say happy birthday to Ellen Day. Uh, oh, that birthday's come later. Yeah, oh, birthdays. Why, come on, we were doing a birthday bit. You've you've jumped the gun a bit there. I, said I didn't any know you were doing a birthday I didn't bit. Say birthdays. Do birthdays at the end. Oh, right, I'm sorry. Alan, as you were. Anything yeah, else? It's, it's not your birthday, Thursday, Al. And yeah, you, I didn't want to ruin a surprise for you, Alan. <laughs> Right, anything else? Uh, while we're on birthdays, happy birthday, Adam Levitt. Oh, who's 24 birthday, Adam. Birthdays are at the end. <laughs> yeah, well, true. you jumped the gun, we might as well. Uh, it, do you want to plug, quickly birthday. plug your uh, UEFA diary? My uh, UEFA diary on canningtownland.com. Yeah. Forward slash posts. Episode two, courtesy of uh, Grammarly. Yes. You, uh, listen, mock it. Yeah. Oi, because... I've helped you plug it. Have I not plugged each of your no, articles? Yeah. No, what I'm saying is, uh, having a laugh about Grammarly, yeah. it's something you should all try. <laughs> I do use it. Because actually. it corrects spelling mistakes <laughs> as well. Did you see it, Stel, Stel brought this up? The club even <laughs> made yeah. a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I asked if you did the editing for the. Uh, they have corrected it now. Uh, <laughs> oh. Hmm. Anyway, anyhow, time for this. Yeah. It's Facebook Twitter question time where you, the seven listeners, get to ask us, get to ask us, the three presenters and one hanger on, questions. Nigel. Uh, did you see the protests at the stadium? The I, I did. I did a story about it actually. Oh, did you? I hope you created where you got the story from. I didn't get it from you. I, I'd already written a story. Oh. By the time you sent that um, video, 
I'd already written the story, and you can check this, probably an hour or two before you, you even got oh. it. Because mm, that was my information, you know. Huh? You know, I was aiming that as information as mine. It wasn't your information. Was it not? No. Could I not claim it? No, say, West Ham well, wrote the video, and, and other people had still, um, other papers have been <laughs> reporting it for some time. Um, what do you think oh. my headline for that was? Come on, I'll try and have a guess, because I know you wouldn't have read it, Nigel. Uh, stadium protests again. Something very, very close. Um, Len, what do you think? Um, London Stadium protests. Um... Boycotted. Okay, right. Well, finally, um, still, who might have actually read my headline? Uh, what what was my headline? Uh, I don't know. I thought it was boycotted, and I'm wrong. No, the, my headline was thousands ignore London Stadium protest. <laughs> Millions, I'd say. Well, it wasn't. It was fifteen thousand. Interestingly, here's an interesting story. I had fifteen comments, uh, and and here were the comments. First of all. They wanted to demonstrate how, how did West Ham help um, the because to, to sort of pump out the the story a bit. I did a quote from Karen Brady saying how proud she was that West Ham were involved. And uh, what? Yeah, she did. She did. And how then everybody said, "Well, hang on a minute." AI Sean actually said, "How did West Ham help? It's not our stadium, not our staff marshalling the queue." So I said, yeah. "Well, may, maybe she was volunteering to give the vaccine out." Um. Nurse Brady. Yeah. That's so, an image you're not going to forget, is it? But the other people coming in to comment were anti-vaxxers who were basically bigging up this Corbyn guy and this Kate Nurse person how saying it's all a fix-up and you shouldn't make light of this because, you know, it does really alter your DNA and it does do this and do that. So if any anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theorists listening, apologise, but it's bollocks. <laughs> and it alters it, DNA. Yeah, these people believe that the, the vaccine alters your DNA and that Long, the... Loads of criminals are running out there now to get... Yeah, but this is the best bit, and this was on the video. <laughs> the, the, DNA. the best bit was, at the end of the video, they, they and this is what the anti-vaxxers say, that Christian Eriksson had his heart attack because he yeah. had the vaccine two weeks earlier. Now, this was all over Facebook, right? And, and, and it will affect your fertility and everything. Anyway... Christian Nelson Doctor has said it's a really interesting theory, but he hasn't had the vaccine, so it's rubbish. But they're still carrying on saying it, and this this is um. There you go. He didn't take his doctors come out now said, and and by the way, if there are any of you are out there, and I I I do know a few anti-vaxxers, right? Don't please, 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 just go to, and this is not a political thing. Go to a, a website called fullfact.org and that is a fact checker, independent charity who set up to do fact checking. Please don't read everything you're on Facebook or Instagram and everything. Please be educated. I'm not saying whether you should take the jab or not take the jab. Just educate yourself of this misinformation on Facebook. Sorry, that's the end of the party political broadcast. Well, hold up. So, uh, a damn fan on Twitter did tweet me to say that his son over there and did this. 
I saw that. <laughs> We've got the jab. Yeah, I saw that. that That's got to be the best bit, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, I, I interrupted you, as I often do. Yes. So, John Goodman on Twitter says, question for tonight. The club want to spend up to £30 million on the striker. How does it affect Antonio? Does he sit on the bench for cover or play on the right? Also, in midfield, are we buying cover or starters? Uh, keep up the great work. Putting tanners on the map. Brady out. Yay, Brady out. So, Johnny Good. I'll, I'll, I'll give my take on this. Maybe you can ask Stell what his take on it is. Look, I've been told... Well, it'll only be you, Sean. You Stel- know. Uh, um, that uh, Antonio is only a 20-game... A season striker, and therefore he, he's probably better coming off the bench and not playing as many games. So I think you 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 got to have another striker. You can't just have one striker, can you? Come on. No. So I can't see him having. I think that it's it's bizarre because most fans were moaning last season that we only had Antonio, and now that we're going to go out and buy a striker, they're all worried if Antonio is going to play or not. Which seems rather contradictory, really. Yeah. You know, it, we're going to need. You know, we're going to be in all the. I mean, you think about the the, the fixtures that we got coming up. Not only are we going to have Antonio going out to J, uh, play for Jamaica, apparently, um, but we got all the qualifiers for the African Nations Cup and um, World Cup, yeah. and then we got our Europa League, etc. It's going to be enough games played for. Yeah. Uh, any West Ham player, I reckon, I reckon we need three strikers, let alone just one extra. Yeah. Three strikers? Yeah. I think we do. Well, three new ones? Or oh, no. Two new ones. Two from... new ones, Plath Antonio. Two new ones. Oh, okay. But I don't think we'll get two, will we? No. No. We get one, and well, that boy is obviously not coming up from the youth team. Unless he has a good. UEFA Cup. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I hear yeah. Ukraine's lost tonight. Yes, to Austria, 1 0. Oh. Arnie played. I, I thought he was on a ban. No, he was on one, one match ban. Oh, he's already served that, has he? Yes. Did he score? No. Let's see you keep in the tournament, though, Sean. Oh, do you know what? It's been so busy work and everything a... else. I just can't. I started watching all the games it's just impossible to keep up though and have a life really oh, it isn't. I, I, uh, we should just explain to Stel. Stel this is a tournament that top European nations play in to see who's the best um, one day Cyprus may be there I'm not knocking Cyprus it I know they're expanding may... the competition to take more may... teams but Cyprus will 11 goat herders may one day grace a field <laughs> of football um we don't Even know. if they expanded it to 100 teams, Cyprus will still not make it. Yeah, unfortunately. But there you go. Are you Cypriot or, or British or European? Which one do you identify with, Stelios? European. That's a can of worms. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm a British European. British, English, what? European. Oh, fuck. I'm... What are you then? I'm then born, are you British, I'm, English? I'm a fucking Londoner. <laughs> I'm a Londoner. 
<laughs> well, you I'm a really tanner, aren't that. I? I'm English, British. And European. I'm a fucking European. How possibly am I European? Because you, you, you're oh, part of the continent of Europe. What document does it say I'm European? You ever traced your but family, is... like done your family tree or that? Yeah, Bethlehem Green. All the way back. <laughs> really? Mum signed to really? Ireland. No Anglo-Saxon well, or Nordic well, obviously, or Norman. You mean no I Anglo-Saxon? Mean... That is British, you muppet. Well, it's not, though. If you go back, the Anglo-Saxons, obviously, were... were no, the from... Anglo bit denotes that it's it British. You're thinking of the people from Saxony in Germany. We're different. But now, yeah. well, there was you, the, the European. You can't. Yeah, it's just fucking bollocks. Isn't it? It's just trying to wind people like me up. What about the Whetstones? Where do they come from? They've got to come from North London, haven't they? Well, a bit well, up by Tottenham. Well, well, and there's a place in Leicester, but but we did come from. Oh right. Um, either North London or Leicester, where where place names came. But actually, when when I've I've traced my family back to fifteen hundred, so my family have been in Surrey a long time. It's a big family. Um, yeah. But but one my my dad's part of the family. My grandmother was Irish, or, or she wasn't born in Ireland, but her her uh, grandfather was Irish. So there's there's an Irish wing of the family, but but everyone else has been English going back many centuries. Oh, so just me being the Bertie Bassett then. You're, you're German roots, haven't you? Well, I'm I'm not a little bit of a I'm not me. I, I've, I've never been a, a pro Europe, so I don't think I ever have considered myself European. No. And what with what with Nigel being having a German surname, do you consider yourself? Have you ever called yourself European? M- mate, you said you're a Londoner, yeah. Yeah. That lumps me in with all them in the west, south, uh, and north. <laughs> yeah, and he's still yeah, right. right. yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're but then you this is it. So how do you this get, is it. You go east end, isn't it? You go east London. Yeah. I'm thinking, what do you think? Acne's east London. Don't lump in with people from Acne, you know. <laughs> Fucking hell, you know, or Walthamstow, or Leightonstone. You know, let's divide the line here. How'd you go out? I mean, yeah. I mean, how'd you go that far to a club? These people are fucking nothing like us. Some of them have a fucking sleep halfway through the fucking working day. We've lost the this question. What was the funny thing about it? Is is that my my um my surname is German, um, but my my great great grandfather was German. His wife was French. Uh, their children were born in France. Before they came to this country, so French Germanic, but then on my mum's side, there's Irish Welsh. Cool, you're right, so, Mix. You uh, are a European yeah, then. I sort of said I'm a proper Bertie Bassett, but for me, I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a proud Tanner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's what I am. Yeah, okay. let the world come round. I say, Nigel. That's all right, mate. That's all right. But first up, so I'd ask a question. So let's bring it up. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Back to Facebook. That's the only one on Twitter, by the way. Uh, I said, Hi, Matty Peep. See, Risa joined it tonight. Why, this is Dalios, Matty Peep. From YouTube in 90 times. 
uh, if Stalios could have replaced one team member, who would you have chosen and why would it have been short? They're recording now, so questions before eight should be. Because people do complain they don't get their question read out. But obviously, if they you know, comment at nine o'clock when we finish recording at half eight, I can't read it out. I'm ever so sorry. I do read out every question that falls upon my eyes. First up, Richard Dodds. Uh, all right, my answers, as you doing? He goes, Brady out. Brady out. Uh, got a question. Uh, who will we be supporting tomorrow between England with one stand player and Czechoslovakia with two stand players? Czech Republic. Stelios? Well, got, you don't I'm bother really, you, does it? <laughs> I was really England, still, or? Well, of course I do, mate. As it were. Born no, because so I, I know I people... I know people who uh, don't feel like they're English. I mean, I know but one I, guy... You know who, what? It's interesting, because what, like, what, growing up, like, knowing I was from an ethnic background, especially in the 70s, I, I, I tried more to be English than English people, that, if you know what I mean. And uh, I think as I've gotten older... I've appreciated the Cypriot side of my of my uh, family a lot more, so I really tried hard to be what what an you know Londoner's meant to be, born and raised here. But uh, you know I support England. You know my heart bleeds when England don't win. I was upset the way we played the other day. On England to do well, England's my team. I was born and raised here, so I see England as my country. But it's quite interesting. A lot of people don't see me as English. Or certainly when I, I was, don't see when you I was as young. English. I was younger. Well, yeah. still, I don't yeah. want to point it out, mate. Stelios Kiriakou hardly lends itself to ye old England. Well, is it? but he was only I mean, in England. It, that makes him English. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, yeah you were born it, in England, right? Born and raised. Yeah. So you're English then? You am. You were, so yeah. at the end of the day, you am. I mean, you've got a foreign got a, name. I'm a surname. Nigel. What, Nigel? You can't get more English than Nigel, can you? Fucking hell. Yeah, but can't. Yeah, well, you know, we've all got our crosses to bear. But it is. I think my mum wasn't sure if I'd be bullied at school with my last name. So she called me Nigel just to make sure. Right. Well, you know, mate, 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 listen, I've had three <laughs> nicknames going. I didn't uh, know that one. Genghis, when I, when, you know, Inman, <laughs> Chaka. Uh, you know, mum got a mate that still call me Chaka. When I used to apply for jobs with the name, one of the questions I used to be asked was, can you read and write in English? And that, you got that, you got that in, in the late 70s, early 80s. You know, with the name that I had, people would wonder, if you actually read and read and write in English, mm. you know, it's, uh, it, you know, that was, that's a fact. That's something that, you know, people, you know, like me, born and raised there, had to grow up and live with, you know, mm. so you kind of always get the English side of you, not out of you because you're not like the Greeks don't like you because you're English and the, and the English don't like you because you're not English. I thought they didn't so, like you because you were sick still. 
Well, Greek's like Cypriot. He's not Cypriot, though. As he just said, <laughs> he's not Cypriot. He was born in this country. He's raised in this country. His parents are Cypriot. So that makes him English. First job interview I ever went for. I walked in. I gave my name. The girls rung up and said, I'd like the boys here, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you stand this. You only hear her side of the conversation. And I remember she went, well, he's white. What do you think? And <laughs> yeah, I looked around. <laughs> And you're thinking, I know what they are. I yeah. won't say where it was or where, but I've got the job. <laughs> it was just, always, they must have took my name and thought, what have we got here? Yeah. Dear, oh dear. Still. Uh, he's got some more questions, Dodsey. Back to Dodsey. So, um, are we supporting England? I don't care how many West Ham players Czechoslovakia's got. Uh, who do we think win the Euros? Italy. We win our Sean because he's bothered watching. Italy. Uh, then... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, I actually think Italy as well. I think they look really good. Or Belgium. They don't Do you know what I was about to say? Do you know what I no one's outstanding. I know we're saying people say in Italy and they, they, they've got their shit together. And it is, it is much better to watch. But it really is the best the team that looks like that. It looks like they're doing best. They rarely win. I'm going to go for Belgium. Belgium mm. look comfortable, don't they? Me it won't be England. And that's why I said no, I support I, Czech Republic. Say that, Sean. Because it won't be you England. It, we are not good enough. It might be. Well, we mm. ain't let goals in, do we? We're not good we're, enough. We don't go forward. You've got to score goals. Goals are fun, Len. You've got to score goals to yeah, win agree. a tournament. Thought, and we can't I score goals. That, I thought that attitude in Scotland was appalling. We should have done the what The entirely worst said. time to do it. We should have taken Mikel Antonio to have a different option off the bench. 
We should and and Jesse Lingard should have been there. He's Jamaican now. Well, Obviously, he, he, he struggles would, he with would, his nationality as well, like a lot he, of people. He would flip flop in heartbeat if he could get in the England the, team. I the probably. irony. He's a European Jamaican. <laughs> the irony of that game <laughs> is is uh, diving Grealish came on and did nothing, and it is the sort of game I was watching, thinking, not from you know sort of claret and blue tinted glasses, but if if Lingard was in that squad. He would have come on and he would have run up the Scottish defence. Yeah, you know, that's I know, but that's why I didn't take him because he's got no intention of doing it. Yeah. And the, the strange yeah. thing about it is, play, we dropped him, he played him for, and then he gets another chance to pick him, still didn't pick him. Guys yeah. that often, do you know, I look at people like that and think to myself, actually, mate, do you actually fucking like football? Mm. If you're not taking food off. I was doing my fucking nut. We're playing school for fuck's sake. And you're replacing the like for like playmaker. We're yeah. Sterling's doing yeah. fuck all down the left. The geezer ain't been in form I don't know how long. Kane ain't informed me desperately he needs he a fucking goal. And he's not going to get it from Sterling's side. Honestly, it's fucking shocking. And at that stage of the competition... And he's thinking, well, even if I get a point here, you know, I'm through to the next round. Sorry, that's fucking appalling. Because you've got the old enemy turning up with the exactly opposite attitude. And you're fucking people over. Stelios, boss, great. though, at Irons United, was delighted. Why was I delighted? Your, your no, boss. Oh, you mean Irons United. England. That's something else you it, don't know. Yeah, we're doing propaganda. I take the piss out of him for his accent, but he's... He uh, sounds Scottish to yeah. me. Well, yeah. Well, he sounds Scottish to sounds German. <laughs> he, he doesn't You're sound weird, German, to be honest. West sounds normal. <laughs> See, just to show you our names can fool people. Any, anyway, hasn't still got a show at our past uh, eight? Uh, I have uh, told so him he wouldn't I've, make I've it. I've got... I know, mate. I've got five. You can't go, minutes, mate. So We've got people asking you questions. Go on, go on. Move on. Oh, you're going to have uh, to be quick then. <laughs> Stelos, who's more annoying, Nigel Sean? I can't believe Dodsey's asked oh, this. Couldn't even possibly answer that, Nigel. No, yeah. uh, Len, can you give Dodsey a golfing tip? Uh, funny, I thought I saw a little video of him playing. Maybe, um, yes, that's why he's asked of him. Wearing um, orange. Which well, depends what's wrong with his game. I can do. Try what handicap you're playing off. Easters. He has oh, asked what handicap you play. Well, I've come right back down over the last few years. I've got bad now. So I've gone, I've gone down or up to 18. Oh, I was Band at 11. It. I never. Bandit. I never quite made it to single figures. Well, I mean, the, that's the lowest I've been at here. That's. Well, uh, and he says, bad, Sean, really. not the only complaint, but can you please refrain from meeting on the podcast? Uh, you are on the yellow card, yeah. just, you know, uh, while we're at it. Uh, Brady my out. House, my rules. Brady you out. Say, uh, as a locksmith, I can evict you and change the locks. <laughs> as the people have found up my house, my rules. Uh, next up is Mr. No Land. Uh, he says, uh, show for here, beep, beep. 
Uh, what are we all thinking of the Euros so far? Uh, I don't think England will stand a chance in the knockout phase. When is Sean leaving and being replaced by Stelios Hammer? Is it a tactical change? Well, possibly, possibly. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Well, we'd get that one listener back, though, Sean, wouldn't we? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he keeps banging on about it. Get rid of him, I'll come back. Uh, question for me is, go. can you find any more namesakes following the one you sent me? Well, that's something I will work on, Paul. I think I've got a. I think I can definitely find. Um, for those that didn't, I found someone else called Paul Nolan, uh, who happened to be an Orient fan, and uh, you know, I, you know, a lot of us are not blessed in the looks department, but Paul Nolan, the Orient fan, uh, was standing at the back of the queue. Let's get it right. Oh. When when God said chins, he thought he said chins, and asked for a double. Oh. When he said, God said bellies, he thought he said telly. He said, can I have 44 in, please? So, and then made him an Orient fan, which, it's all right having Orient as your second team, but if Orient's your first team, you know, you are a sucker for punishment. Uh, Sean, sure, uh, will the kits, will the new kits be on Eminem yet? <laughs> the new kits, no. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're, First of July or something. I'm, I'm I'm not quite sure. I'm waiting for um, the new kits or the home kit should be. I mean, sometimes they do the away kit, but beginning of July, I think. So not long to oh, wait. I think I well, think maybe the massive first... kits get you excited. I couldn't give a toss. No, frankly. the first day we're it'll back, be a I different kit a, next year. The first so... day we're back, maybe they come out. But if I know. <laughs> What they usually do, they release the away kit first, and then a few weeks later they drag it out and release the home kit, and then a little bit yeah. later in the, in the transfer window they release the third kit. And frankly, the photographs doing the rounds have already given the game away. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. why I they mean, fucking bother. I mean, I quite bother. like them this year. Um, yeah. You know, a little nod. Oh, to there's the photos past. doing the rounds, is there? Sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm Yeah. Well, they're just mock-ups. I mean, uh, the, you remind... I, for, I, I always forget the years. What, what years are they based on? 2000. The, the Canio the, home shirt of... Oh, that's right. And and the, the Argentinian 91. Yeah, 1992. 1992. Yeah. Very nice. Well, it was 91-92, wasn't it? I remember it was... Um, we first <coughs> wore it in the, uh, the tournament at Ivory. Yeah, BAC. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Next up. We played the Greek team. It, yes, Panathinaikos. Game, yeah, it was Panathinaikos. Was it yeah, AK Athens? I don't it was, They were in green. I remember that. Uh, I think that's Panathinaikos. And also, was it not Botafogo? The Brazilians. I thought it was, was us, that? Arsenal, Leeds and Panathinaikos. The, but I might be wrong. Or was it? No, Sam I don't think it was Leeds. No, was... no, that was another year. Was it Sam Doria? Mm. Not him. Hmm. Back to Botafogo was at Upson Park. Anyway, next up, hey up, lads, it's E.R. Sean. He's, he's hey got up, Sean. Yeah. <coughs> uh, he said, I see to Baroness is back to uh, old habits. Claiming credit for something she had no involvement in. 
vaccines at London Stadium. Who would I replace? Well, of course, it would be that twonk, Sean, for having his scran whilst recording the podcast. That's Yorkshire for food, Sean. So basically, another one complaining about you eating. He said, England rather jiggered to me, which must be a northern saying, and can't see us getting beyond the round of 16. Well, it could be a ploy because we could be playing for second spot, which if we do, means we play whoever comes runner-up in the Swede, in the in the group that no one wants to win, which is Sweden, Slovakia, Spain and Poland. So we should beat them Maybe they're in doing round the same 16. thing in that group. I never get that. Oh, yeah, we'd be better off finishing second. Well, what about if they're doing the same thing? Well, How yeah, but that's everybody, haven't we? If we win the do. group, yeah, but if we win the group, then we've got to play either right. like France, Portugal Let me or Germany. Let question, Nigel, Stelios yeah. and Len. Do you think we can win this tournament? No. Can't see it. Well, no, we, Nigel, we, we, I, I'd yeah, like, but, like, no, but, just yes or I'll, no, don't, don't, yes or no. 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 Yes or the thing is, the Czech Republic could do a number on us tomorrow. You know, yeah, they, I um, hope they do. They won't be a we walkover. We could still get through. Wales done it. I, I reckon we're probably already be. through, but yeah. Do you Move know what? On. We may be better off going through, finishing third. Oh, Honestly, for Christ's sake. Honestly, how are we going to be fucking better off? I'll tell that you why, because... Morale, morale is rock fucking bottom and it's miserable fucking football. Yeah, but now it, it, it might, might be the kick... What happened to fucking goals of fun? Now you're saying we're both coming fucking third. No, I'm just saying it could kick us up in the arse, isn't it? it, it they oh, might yeah. realise. Listen, when we were shit in 86, yeah, when we were shit in 86, we were lucky oh, yeah, to scrape that, through. It did make yeah. us, yeah, I do know what you mean, but look, but you know what? Bobby Still Robson didn't win did in 86. He changed the way we played. Boring. Because the first two games, it didn't work. So, you know. Yeah, well, Brian Robson had to go home with a shoulder injury. Yeah, it helped. That's it. Still and Ray got, got sent off. Before his, uh, his, he uh, ain't getting there, yeah. I'm telling you. Um, well, do I do I move my show to nine o'clock or do I go? Oh, do what you I'd like. I'd move it if I was you. We well, yeah. Well, not like you yeah, ever turn up later. to your show like, oh, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. <laughs> well, you know, there might be people waiting, so you never know. Well, I've got, I'm waiting for my dinner and uh, I'm not... Neil win Australia, he'd be about the only one. <laughs> You've had your dinner still? I have. Uh... Moving on. So, AI hey, Sean's got a quick. I'll skip through quickly. He's got a question for me. Would you kind to play Rice and Phillips in midfield or go 4 3 3? I think you no. could push Phillips further forward. Yeah. So you could play Rice and Phillips, but not have them sitting so deep like he did against Scotland. I don't know why he'd done that. Uh, Phillips, at the moment, though, for whatever reason, looks the better player. But that's because I think Rice is told to sit back. 
yeah. rather than be the forward-thinking one, where at West Ham, he is given that opportunity to play there. But I'd play Sancho. I'd, I'd play Sancho from the start, either for Foden or for Sterling. And um, I'd be looking at getting Bellingham more involved as well, to be honest. There you go. Christian Lynn, have you enjoyed watching anyone in the Euros? Well, not England, obviously. Mm. Um, no, do you know what? Look, I'm not going to... The more of these I see, the more I realise it's just a football festival and probably shouldn't be taken too seriously because yeah. none of these teams play particularly well. It all just goes a little bit, you know, a little bit of class shows through that gets the goal and teams go through, which is why I don't think you should really write off England either because... Mm. You know, it could all Anything come together a couple of yeah. times. Yeah. There's not many games to play. No. I think really we should just somewhat have a different attitude toward this. It's not looking like Euros used to look with all the coverage and some of the stadiums half empty and then being in different places. So maybe it's just going to start feeling a bit like a yeah. football festival. My, my highlight's more. been Lingard's parrot, although it turns out it wasn't Lingard's parrot, that some guy just had a parrot and put it on it to take a picture. Where is it up to what? Perk, Nigel? Upton Perk? Yeah. No, I was joking. No, that Upton is what Perk. it said on the on the bar. Yeah, no, the it board. didn't. Do you know what it said? What did it say? It said T-O-N Perk. It's actually Tatum Perk. So it was actually based in Tatton Park, which is up by Manchester. Ah, okay. <laughs> ah, that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> so I'm really glad I didn't write a story Park. about that then. <laughs> I know. To be fair, I, I, that, I was dangling the uh, the old uh, worm on York. I know you there were. To see if you took it. And you I didn't. nearly did. I, I, I thought you were telling the truth. <laughs> I assumed. I, well, I did Google it. I looked Upton Park Bar in London and I couldn't find one. Yeah, you did see he wore in a, London um, for a, start. a Rashford shirt on the second game in the big garden. Oh, uh, question for Stelios: uh, How do you think it'd feel to replace Sean? Well, we feel more popular. I don't think it will work. We like he's gone, isn't he? Has he gone? I can't hear him. He's fucked off to do his fucking show, isn't he? Fucking Is he, he gone? He and probably that, has. And that's fucking right. right that Sean's book that, isn't it? Dear, I did. Right did he Sean's say goodbye? Book. Has he really gone? Well, have a look oh, at the people behind United where we start. I'm going on to YouTube now as we speak. YouTube. Here we go. What's it called? Irons United. How rude. I think I'd subscribe, wouldn't it? Yeah, very rude. Oh, we far. Google Iron Did United. You, I'm Google. I'm going Iron or? United now. Let's have a look. Iron United. Uh, oh, <laughs> he's put, I'm on, but Mike ain't working. Well, yeah, how are you going to do your show that then? That old chestnut. That old chestnut. Let me just check. You can come out and come back in again still. That's how this software works. There he goes. Yeah. Right, anyway, next question. How about that? Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. can hear him now, didn't we? Oh, done the oh. oh. I know. Yeah, oh, ain't said goodbye. Ain't done this. Ain't done that. It's just going to go on United. I was going to absolutely <laughs> slaughter you in the chat then. I've, oh, I've reset it till nine o'clock. 
I've let oh, right. I've let the three viewers down that were waiting. Oh well, they they look. They should be watching the football anyway, like I should. Uh, Merriam <laughs> Williams says, "Kumru means Wales." Uh, will Nigel now be supporting Germany after their recent win? Well, of course, Germany's my fallback team. Um, so I was pleased with the win, four-two. Um, it should have been a lot more than that, to be honest. And they finally woke up. And it is good to have a fallback team um, doing well because at one point I thought, blimey, um, once England go out, I ain't going to have anyone to cheer for. Uh, but, you know, I live in hope. But I still think, uh, as if you read my um, diaries, you'll see that for the past two weeks I've backed Italy to win it. Marion then goes on. He drank a lot of coffee during the England versus Scotland. How did you all stay awake? Uh, do you think England will have a team to field tomorrow? Or will they get a Boris dispensation? Well, well it's only Mason player, Mount, isn't it? Out and what's his name? Is this due to COVID? Yeah. What do you mean, Mason, Mason Mount? Mount Ma- Mason Mount is having to self-isolate and he's now out. Why? Because he came in contact with a Scottish player. We played all well, So did half the bloody team. He played all 90 yeah, minutes. Mason oh, Mount. Fair, some of them didn't Mount. get anywhere near him. Uh, who else is it? Ben Chilwell. Oh, because at the end of the game, they're, they're the three Chelsea players. They were standing on the pitch having a chat. Yeah. Uh, Chilwell, yeah. Um, Mason and Billy Gilmore yeah. were all standing in the middle of the pitch next to each other having a chat. Yeah. Maybe they put their arms each around each other and ch- exchange saliva mm. or something. I don't know. Um, of course, the the good news for Southgate is that now Mason Mount's out, he can play another defensive midfielder. <laughs> get the point and go through. Perhaps he can use another one of them right-backs as a central midfielder. Yeah, why not? <laughs> to justify the you fact do, he took them. You do realise you're giving him ideas, don't you? you know, the sort yeah. of thing that he'd consider. Yeah, yeah. Sad, uh, really, isn't it? Do you think is, we'll sign any more it's Czech players? Joyless, still. It's a game of football, Man, That's what. That's why I've I've said that I don't think England will win because if that's the attitude that we've got, I I don't agree with you, Nigel. I don't think if we finish third, it will give us the kick up the arse. I think Southgate has regressed as a manager. He started yeah, yeah, off yeah. really well, and he's regret. He's gone backwards, rather, you know. And I, I don't think he was supposed to play to players on on form, not on name. And yet he well, goes he out and picks and Sterling said, and Kane. They all do yeah, that. They all do he came, that. He picked Henderson, who hasn't played since February. Grealish has only played a handful of games since uh, the last few months. He actually said when he came in, I'm going to pick players on form. And he's done completely the reverse, which is you know, ridiculous. And uh, it's mm. a shame, really, because... These tournaments come around, you know, once every four years, and you expect it to be a, a feast of football. And then, yeah, why I'm wouldn't you, you I'm let with your you, hair mate. down? Exactly. Why wouldn't Go for you? It. Go for it's it. just it's a, a fucking football. Yeah, it's yeah. a festival. Yeah. Why wouldn't you show about the Brazilians used to do it? Fucking miserable nation of football we are. Miserable. And yet we've got oh, the talent. Yeah. We've got the talent, and yet... yeah. You know, it's like keeping them, like tying, tying, you know, tying one foot behind behind their back, going, go out there and, yeah. and play, but don't play that well. And it is a shame. And when you oh, do yeah. look at other teams, when you look at teams Still that talking. ain't got anything to lose, yeah. um, 
that's that's the teams that entertain you. Yeah. Because they go out and they, 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 they go for it, you know? But anyway. Right, I'm done. Let me just put a message up on Irons United channel. If you're expecting <laughs> Stell, we ain't fucking shut up, so we'll be later than nine. <laughs> fucking hell. Right, seat right, relocation I'm, I'm date is, is soon approaching, Sean. And can you identify what is available rather than phoning the club? Can what, we the... go online and see what seats are available no. to move into? No. No. Right, thank you for that. Finally, uh, Marion Boyle says he wouldn't replace Sean due to the following reasons. One, we need a whipping boy, which is true. It would be a bit boring without yeah. it, Sean. Uh, two... What would we do without his numerous official sources? Well, we'd have nothing to complain about, really, would we? And three, uh, you still owe him a load of money. He never mentions it. He should say. No, yeah. Has he worked it out? What's that? I don't know what it's about. What? you All them booking fees you promised oh, him to refund. Booking fees, schmooking fees. Yeah, there you go. Chris Kinch, old oh, father, Chris. Uh, the road oh, runner, beep, beep. Uh, I, I feel worn out just looking at his photographs of all the bloody running he does. Um, I feel harsh, <laughs> he says, choosing someone. But if I had to make a choice, he's looking to replace bringing Stelios. He said he'd choose George or John, he says sorry to them, uh, because they're never on the show. There you go. Uh, Jeff Smith. Uh, You are all irreplaceable, he says. If we got rid of Sean, we wouldn't hear how his cockapoo is doing. Cockapoo, Sean. I I sure changed his dog last week. Uh, The the fact why his his dog costs like four times as much as my dog, because mine's just a bog standard cockapoo. And yours is Sean? What? A cockapoo, Sean. Uh, I saw a picture of it. Yeah, it looked like a stuffed teddy like, bear. Well, it's not it's not looking much like a teddy anymore. It's look, it is looking like that Pouchon bit. This, what know, is a Pouchon? It's not. It's it's the poo bit is the poodle, and the Sean is the B, is it a Bichon? It's it's a know. King Charles Spaniel. Um, sure, it don't look like it. It is. It's a cross well, How between... can it be a cocker then? Because surely that's a cocker spaniel. Yeah. Uh, did I say it was a cocker? I oh, know it's a cavapuchon. Yeah. Oh, it's it. a cavapuchon. So, sorry, sorry, I said cocker. It's oh, a cavapuchon. Yeah. That makes more sense. So it's a cross oh, between three breeds a Cavalier King Charles spaniel, a poodle, and a Bichon Frise. You pay so three was, grand for a mongrel, Sean. I don't know how it works. Well, I'm not a dog breeder. Well, you you must know that three and two don't go. So one of them was already crossed before it had a Yeah, go it must the... have been. But I, I, sorry. I'm, but I'm, 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 yeah, but you're not allowed. Do you know, like, if cockapoo and a cockapoo have puppies, they don't have cockapoos. No, they'll go sterile. That's like... Um... It is... It, I don't know. I, I, cause cause I did like ask, would it be a cockapoo? But apparently, no, it wouldn't. That's like ghost coin stuff like that. So left ones. I don't know. Hybrid. Look, at the end of the day, my first dog was a cross between like Rin Tin Tin and Lassie. Yeah, it was an Alsatian, 
and uh, and and a, and a rough collie, and it wasn't yeah. called a German rough collie or uh, or an owl collie. It's called a. It pizza. was called, it, yeah, and that's what that's what he's paid three grand for a bitzer, a bit of this, a bit of that, and another bit of whatever. I think they crossbred. And reading into it, I think they crossbred um, a cavapoo and a cavachon. Maybe is is the way that they got the. King Charles Spaniel Poodle, King Charles Spaniel, um, and yeah, it's getting a bit out of hand. Yeah, anyway, it's not a dog breeding podcast. It is a football podcast. So he's got a question for me. He says, "What three football books would you recommend?" And what do the other guys read? Um, Very quickly, my uh, if if you like your autobiographies or your biographies, I should say, there's a book called uh, Jack and Bobby which is about the Chalton brothers, their upbringing, and why they didn't like each other, which is quite a really... Leo McKinstry, I think, wrote that book, Going All Eyebrow. Um, the George Best book is another favourite of mine. Um, and I've started collecting the Rothmans annuals, um, which which is, is, is quite quite a really good read. I've forgotten. I used to read them as a kid. Never owned them. And uh, I, my missus has been buying them up for me as she sees them. And they're brilliant books. For the people that... If you like your stats about a full season, get your Rothmans um, football yearbook. Uh, do you read books, Stan? I do, mate. And I've just been looking at my bookshelf and I don't have one book on football on it. Be honest what you got quickly Stop. then what have i got i've got will self stephen fry john cleese oh fuck right get off will self piss off <laughs> we ain't self. going down that road what a dull will man self. dear oh dear <laughs> that man needs to comedy what boris johnson is to prime ministerial well he's <sighs> dry isn't he dry he's, he's like the mojave desert he's dead <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, has go. the geezer ever said anything funny? Well, I think he thinks he's funny. I don't funny think he's a comedian I... anymore. No. It's just some observationist. Right. I don't know. An observation. Anyway, yeah. it's not a Will Self podcast. Thank fuck. No, well, it's still <laughs> no. it up. I mean, he's got crap books on his bookshelf. I, thank I've got to be real. honest, they're old books, but I've never, I've never bought a football book. I've never bought a book on football. To be honest, I've only got the two three hundred. So, <laughs> what well, my favourite is the Encyclopedia of British Football that I got in nineteen seventy eight. That was that's, that's, that's my favourite as a kid. Um, but yeah, Sean, do, do, do you read books? I do not very really often as I should do, maybe. But um, I liked um, Harry Redknapp's autobiography. Um, I've got that. I've got First one on signed. John Lyle. Um, I can't remember if what it's... What John Lyle one you got? got that as well. I can't remember whether it's the one by Penguin written by John Lyle or, or the other one that was written by that Doctor fellow. Um, well, is it a claret front cover or is it a blue front cover? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not at home at the moment, so I couldn't tell you. Um, I've got oh, a lot of West Ham mystery dungeon. books as well, actually. Have you ever tried reading them then? 
It's yeah. all right only in the book. Try well, picking it up and reading I, when it. When I used to write stories about uh, <coughs> on, on West Ham Till I Die about the chairman, I, I did have a lot of... I'm trying to remember the names of West Ham, the history of West Ham United. Who was, who's the guy that wrote that? Nigel Kahn was no, the person that supplied on, a know. lot of your information on the chairman. I beg to differ. Yeah, His Steve name right Yes. Yeah. Come on, Thank the West Ham history. But I've, I've got quite a few West Ham books, actually. I wonder yeah. whether oh. I've got any that you, you don't have. Um, oh, probably not. But I uh, next up, yeah, go on. Steve Lines. Yeah, d- put it in that black bag with all the other stuff. Yeah, with all the other stuff I've said. Yeah. Uh, Brady out, Delios in, says Steve Lines. He's, he wishes us and hopes we're all well, and he's looking forward to the show tonight. Good. Maybe not once he's listened to it. Yeah. Next up, it's that soul-singing superstar of North Tenerife and the bookings are flying in, people. If you're in Tenerife, Calypso Bar on a Saturday afternoon. They, they What a great sing-along he has. Uh, hey, y'all, it's, it's, it's a Greek night and more than just a podcast. They're smashing plates. He's putting brackets uh, over Sean's head. Uh, um, any cheese talk tonight or will Lumi dominate the conversation? That's like rubber, isn't it, Lumi? I can't eat that crap. Lumi's quite nice, actually. Uh, he ain't got a question. Oh, it's it's lovely. Well, you would say that, isn't it? It's Greek, isn't it? Well, it's like it a bit is, of feta still. Yeah, so. But there you go. Yeah. I don't like feta. Lumi's uh, not much nicer. It is, actually. No, yeah. no. Alumi, Alumi's just rubber. No, mate. Alumi's really nice. Hey, Michael being the nice top man that he is, wishes still us all the best. And to the whole crew he's put, even the mouthpiece shill. I think that's you, Sean. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? I, I was talking to Michael. It wasn't a question. <laughs> it was uh, Michael Levy Jr. was just wishing us all the best, even the mouthpiece shill. So he was being nice. Was to he him. doing? Was he talking about me? Well, you yeah. are the mouthpiece Math shield. Based, what, yeah. Well, I don't get that. Is that is that the, your Cockney rhyming slang? I don't worry. <laughs> Next up, Ian Gravit. Evening, gents. He says thanks again for doing this podcast. Well, I'm on a sabbatical, Ian, so I'm just leaving it to the others. Uh, he's been rather annoyed by some of the comments. What does Declan Rice offer to England with his passing sidewards and backwards? I blame the current state of the management team. England gone back, which is what we've just said here. But you are right. England have gone back to the boring safety first policies. There's so many FA yes men before. Absolutely. Quite frankly, yeah. it's stifling it's like watching Rice's Sam Allardyce. It is. I was thinking, actually, Radio. and I'm sure all of us were thinking this, while watching the um, England-Scotland match, this is like watching West Ham. Before we were good, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Samuel Thomas Harris, another man with three names. Uh, hello, chaps. <coughs> he says, is there not much West Ham going on? I'm watching Southgate's England. He's about as f- inspiring as Rivita. What's your favourite cheese? Oh, it's not that nice. Oh, cheese. Cheese. Oh, I'm going to let uh, Stelios uh, answer first because we've, we've talked about cheese before. I want to see where he starts. He likes, he likes halloumi. No, you see, don't... I do like halloumi, Don't but, stereotype but, um, him. That isn't all... No, we, we've born been in England. talking about it, Sean. You've it's been getting on with your work and we've been talking about halloumi. We're I was just about to say that. Him. 
I was just about to say that. He clearly hasn't listened to the last three minutes of he this podcast. He does this all the time still. <laughs> I like Manchego. So still likes to chew on an old bit of rubber. <laughs> uh, I like Manchego. That's a really nice cheese. A what? Manchego. Try it. Ma- nice. Manchego? Manchego. That something painful that you get down below. <laughs> What are you scratching for? Got the old man Chago. He's killing me. Just try it out. It's a nice, it's a nice hard cheese. It's nice. It's all right. No hard cheese. Yeah, the, I've right. had the grated. It's quite expensive. Had that grated on me pasta. Or that oh, is the right. same well, cheese, isn't it? It's expensive. Isn't it? I don't know. It ain't. It ain't cheap. No, it ain't cheap. Only my fridge then. I've got uh, cheddar, so and slices. So I uh, I buy now, that stick in the bagels. It's easy. Paul Turner. Hang on, hang on. I didn't get to do my cheese. Uh, no one bothered. Go on. Stinking Bishop. Yeah. All right. Have yeah. you not had that cheese? No, a cheddar man. That's me. You want to try it? Can't be a good cheddar. Have you? Has anyone else had Stinking Bishop? Yeah, I don't think no. it's as nice as cheddar. It's just a bit unusual. I, I, I just find it, it's a bit of a soft cheese that, uh, uh, is it Wiltshire? I can't remember where it comes from. Try it out. Look it up. I like a bit cheese. of Cannonbert and a bit of Brie, but, you know, Red Leicester. That's my cheese board. And, and cheddar. With the nice digestive style cracker that comes in the cracker selection box. I do like a digestive style one. Nice. Do you butter your crackers when you put cheese on or no butter? No. Oh, right, I do depends butter. On, depends on the cheese. It's See, when you, have, the uh, cheese. when you have brie, you don't need to butter the cracker. I would say you don't. You, you know, if you're going to use something, you're going to use That's a true. chutney. You're not going to use a butter or margarine or some vegetable well, No one's spread. using margarine. Well. Do you know margarine? Well, I'd use margarine, you know, yeah. I knew yeah, you were going to no, say that. No, not margarine. That's bad. Margarine has got declared unfit for human consumption years ago. <laughs> Here we go. Here he comes bit. out with his advertising. Uh, no, it's knowledge. true. <laughs> it is how I heard about it. I didn't hear it. It all went under. But <coughs> when I was doing the job for uh, Dairy Crest, I can't remember what it was. One of, is that why they don't make stalk was, anymore? <laughs> yeah, you can't call it margarine because it's... It, it, got declared uh, not fit for human consumption. Is that uh, one true? One of these oh, EU brilliant. rules. Yeah. Let me, let me check it while on the internet while I ask Or is it one of those urban myths? All I know is that we wasn't allowed to use the word margarine because the original what was margarine to a certain age group got declared unfit for human consumption. Oh. Margarine. Oh, there is a lot of fake news. I think this is a, one of the, the fact checkers we may have to do. I mean, it, well, it let came, him crack on with it, yeah, and I'll crack on because Stell's got eight I'll, minutes. Yeah. yeah. Before I we get to slag eight. him and off I, when he leaves. Uh, and I, yeah. Well, you can do that now if you like. No we will. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, Paul Turner. He pipes up after last week's moan. He's had another moan. We used to be a working-class club with a working-class fan base. This used to be a working-class podcast. No, it didn't. 
Now it's a platform for middle-class social media lovies. Ian Dowdy Yanks and now Stelios. Oh, what? Dear He's calling dear. me middle-class. Oh, fuck off, Still, You are middle-class. <laughs> fuck it, I'm not middle-class. What, what, my dad... Like, you must be joking. I'm not no. middle-class. You're not middle-class. I look middle-class. You listen to jazz still. Do you, You're middle-class. Do you have rough hands? No, of course I don't have rough hands. I haven't worked... I'm, 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 I haven't, I work in an office. It's your white collar. Yeah, but I'm not middle class. Such <laughs> a middle class thing to say. I'm not middle class. Lives in a penthouse flat in a nice part of London. Does he? Dear I wouldn't call dear. it a penthouse flat. Well, it's at the top, isn't it? Yeah, well, there is a roof terrace, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you shop? Here, this is it. Where'd you shop? What's your, what's your supermarket of choice? Mm, middle class. Yeah. But the but the other half shops at Waitrose. There you go. Oh dear. I'm not middle class. Dear, oh dear. She's slumming it with you, then, isn't she? If she shops she in Waitrose and you go Sainsbury's. She is. Dear, I get upset when dear. she starts there. The, 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 mar, the margarine is actually worse for you than butter because it's got more trans fats. Yeah, yeah, I the, get the, that, the, but it's the, not been banned, is it? No, I've, no, it has. I know it has. But it's something that's it's kept quite low. And I thought flora to... was good for you, though. That's no, something. flora isn't margarine. That, that's, that, that was a brand of margarine, but that's not margarine anymore, flora. Oh. And this is because it's it's um it's uh, um sunflower oil spread. Margarine wasn't a health product, it was for people who couldn't afford butter. And in that in that capacity there there is a myth that it's one molecule away from plastic. Although that's not I mean depends what you call plastic, but I don't mean that's true. But I know that margarine isn't, it was made out of vegetable fats, it wasn't good for you, but it wasn't like the modern day spreads. And it, it is actually banned, but you're not going to, you know what people like, the, uh, the hipsters to bring back margarine and it's something else, that's what it is today, it's what our people, our people go through life. You know, redefining things, like your sex and stuff like that. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that. Uh, next up, it's Alan Day, the birthday boy. <coughs> is it our century? Happy birthday for Thursday. Since 50th birthday. Do we do, do we do the birthday now? Should we sing his happy birthday? Yeah. You're going to join in still? Come. Yeah, come. On three. One, two. Oh, no one's doing anything about singing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. Happy birthday, dear Alan Day. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. Volkswagen. Why is he a Volkswagen? Well, because what it is is that Mercedes, you know, they couldn't keep up. With and sell enough motors, so they downgraded Alan Do Days from being Do we mention that his wife emailed us or not? Well, we, we could mention did. that his wife emailed her, but the only thing I would point out is that the wife didn't have the same last name as Alan on oh. the email. 
So it might not be his wife. Well, I'm not saying, you know. <laughs> a lady friend we of could, Alan's did He could be us. part of something here. We could. We could have just brought his family down without realising it. We should have followed this through. Yeah, we should have thought about this. We could always edit yeah, this out. We've done. We could have fucking yeah. ruined the guy. Yeah, you're right. Like the bloke who got a card from Funky Pigeon for Father's Day and it wasn't from one of his kids. So his missus smashed up his phone, his laptop and everything. Yeah. You know when you think, yeah. I think she's got a screw loose. And, yeah. And it turns out it was a, a mistake by Funky Pigeon. They sent the wrong card to him. <laughs> Funky Pigeon? <laughs> yeah. Is that like moonpig.com? Yeah, it is. Right, but okay. Yeah, it's Funky Pigeon. So, yeah, they're, they're screwed up. And you'd think, mate, you need a ditcher. If she behaves like that, and he just sits there and goes, well, I used to be a naughty boy 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twat. Mate, dear, oh, dear. Uh, Alan Day says, evening. Anyone need a new motor still up for Volkswagen? No, thanks. All better now. They've stopped cheating the emissions. Uh, having watched most of the Euros, he says, he makes a good point, does old Alan. Uh, and hearing the commentators talking about the stadium in Seville being amazing, Graham, well, we'll find out in May, don't you worry. Uh, the Stadio Olimpico being lauded with the Maracanar, the Napoli State. Well, I don't think they've lauded the Maracanar out, have they, in the Euros? But the Napoli and Parc de Prance all being thought of as great football stadiums. Why is it that our ground is always slagged off? Is it us that makes it a poor yeah, ground? definitely. All of the above of running tracks or big spaces between the pitch and the fans. Is it because since we've moved there, there hasn't been much to shout about? Apart from last season when yeah. we weren't there. Anyway, we've got to let Stel go to start his show. Stel, thank, <clears throat> thanks for being... Look, just let him go. Thanks for being our guest on more than just a podcast. Uh, people won't be listening to this after the show, but they can watch it back. Your prediction uh, against Czech Republic before you go? A boring 1-0 win to okay. England. All right. Well done, Stel. Before you speak to you soon. Stel, before in... you go, go Stel, yes, before mate. you go, yes. the yes, UK mate. Spreads Association, which used to be called the Margarine and Spreads Association, claim that Marge is no longer for sale and they recently changed the formulation of its members so they no longer come into the 80-90% <laughs> fat content bracket, which illegally defines them as margarines. That's Thank you for that, mate. Here you go. I'll tell you what, my life Still, is Can I just point out quickly that 21 <laughs> people are waiting for you? Yeah. Go right. on, see you later, you... chap. Go on. Be lucky. Have a good evening. Sorry, Chat later. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Interesting, now. Right. There you go. I've, I've brought him up. So let's see when oh, he starts. On. There's a lot of people on now. Well, he 21. He needed to go toilet, wouldn't he? My, my Thai curry is waiting. I'm not allowed to yeah. eat it. I've, I've been oh, working since. Up, ain't we all? Ain't we all? Oh, We've all got lives. You, you didn't eat before oh, this? I've been working and talking no. about West Ham no. all day. This is all I need. Go on. Mm. I've talked to everyone down. I'm worn out. Worn out. To answer Alan Day, I'll answer Alan's thing. Al, the thing about our stadium is, yes, there is a gap between... The, the, the fans and the pitch but there's also a gap between the fans and the fans and I think that's yeah, what that's causes the problem. the problem just seats back so they're like if you look at all the all the stadiums around the world that have got athletics track all the seats are still connected though yeah so you all as one 
us, we've got this great big divide around three quarters of the stadium, and I think that causes as much trouble than the gap. Did you see that uh, UK Athletics have reached a compromise with uh, the London Stadium not to have the um, uh, the an- anniversary games at the stadium this summer? No. Well, yeah. they, no, I didn't read that, but we kind of... Well, they would have just been moving it only for UK Athletics, so they reached a deal and they're going to hold the um, it somewhere else. Uh, because there was going to be no music, there was going to be no baseball, um, and it wasn't worth spending four million quid or six million. Well, look, the quid big game changer is when that stadium in Birmingham's finished. Yes, yeah, let's, let's no see agreed. what happens. Yeah, I agree. So, because it wouldn't surprise me if they if they ship themselves off to there. The the uh, you know I follow the minutes from the, the stadium. Uh, they saved yeah. another five million quid in capital and another five million quid in operating costs by not moving the seats and not having events beyond the West End behind the scenes football last season. So there you go. So, still said, I'm sorry, guys, I'm still stuck on more than just a podcast. Need to delay slightly. Oh, he's just starting the music. He's just getting ready. He's only two minutes late. So uh, anyway, how many you got left? Not look, not many. He he did then put. We are close to finishing. So finishing uh, I promise I won't be late. This is what Steele was trying to tell his people. He should have fucking wrote to him. There's not many, is there? Isn't it? He should have been on time. Found them all up. Well, I tell you what, we could have finished if he was on time. For our yeah. podcast, we said seven o'clock. What time's he turn up? Six minutes past. Told you these Europeans have a kip halfway through the day. Not the most <laughs> He's English, he's not European. He called himself British European. He never called himself English. He, he's talking about. Anyway, let's finish our Yar podcast. Let's talk about. Let's finish our podcast. Antonio the Reggae Boy. Oh, he's, he's fantastic. I'll anyway. have one in the background and see what he says. Ian Wiley. Uh, our usual guys and still my answer to your question is because Sean eats too much live on air whilst recording uh, that's why I'd like to see you replaced okay think. fair enough Jordan Larson Sean is he a link no no Edward from Celtic is he in it, he's one that's been mentioned a lot of times but I'm, I'm sure he's maybe they've looked at him but he's in one in a big long list he's, he's certainly not a name I've heard yeah. as a priority Still's on mute. He's talking and no one can hear him. This is Excellent. hilarious. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> so he's chatting away. <laughs> no one can hear what he's saying. Three, two, one. Back in the room, Nigel. He's <laughs> on mute. The way he's talking away, it's brilliant. He's just rabbiting on. He's not reading people in the messages going, Still, you're on mute, you fucking idiot. Uh. <laughs> now, he's no, now he's looked. Look, oh. Oh, <laughs> now he's realised. Dear, oh dear. He's still on mute. Oh, he's, he's got, he, he has had, hasn't he? As we found out, he's had headphones issue. Yeah. Uh, dear, oh dear. Oh, there you go. Anyway. There you go. He was better muted, to be fair. Uh, Ed Hughes says, I assume Stillers can pronounce names better than Sean. Although that would eliminate some of the fun. Uh, 
Exactly. Ryan Darlow says, I haven't got a question, so move on. But take heed. Whoever had their phone going off on the last podcast, I'm coming for you, says the Darlow. Well, I'm probably not, but it was proper annoying as Sean with his uh, message. It wasn't mine. You've left your phone. I only listened today. It is yours. I only listen today whilst delivering my post because I'm one of life's losers. And if my complaints go up because everyone's letters were screwed up from my rage-filled temper, it's down to you. And on that note, I swear to all that is holy that if Sean says, use twos <laughs> again, I will rain down fire and brimstone. <laughs> well, I won't, obviously. I'll just say, oh, for fuck's sake. What's wrong with saying again. use twos? Oh, because you, you say it because you take the piss out of the way I was talking because I go, well, use that. And you thought it was something funny. Like, it ain't, it's just a word everybody says. Well, in your part of London. <sighs> Ryan finishes off with Brady out. Brady out. Brady out. And then last but not least, uh, it's, um, is is Adam Levitt? Happy birthday, Adam! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Do we sing happy birthday to Adam? Go on then. I don't think you'd like that. No. Oh. Okay. Well, happy birthday! Happy mate. birthday, Adam! I Plus, when he is, it is probably not going to be his birthday. But happy birthday, Adam! Yeah, Dave Trevitt has has has, has popped up oh, and said, God. "I think we all know the answer to the question, Nigel Brady out, Whetstone out." Come on, True Irons. Good to see the Chelsea boy back on. Who? Uh, Who's the Chelsea boy? What Chelsea boy? I think boy? he's having a little dig at Stell there, but Stell's gone, mm. um, Dave. Anyhow, how are you getting on with uh, Super 6 this uh, in the Euros? Well, you know how I'm getting on, because you took the piss out of me the other day, because I did, t- I did enter. I thought you couldn't and I got Neil Poir. You got zero, <laughs> and I thought he couldn't have entered it. And then I looked at your I did results. It was a hard one, though. Because yeah, but I was only one goal out in a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, but you missed zero points, mean you didn't get the result or the score right. Yes, that's true. Um, yes. It's a third, I think there are 31 players and you're 29th or something. Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing third. But it's still early. It's a long, days, as you say, it's a long game. Anyway, let's do predictions. Len, uh, England versus Czech Republic, the Czech mates. Nil, nil. Uh, Neil, N- Neil, Nigel, and he'll be over the moon. Nigel, uh, I, I, I think it'll be two-one to the Czech Republic. I'll go one-nil for uh, England, even though I'm not sure I care very much. Uh, and I, that's really sad for me to say. I just can't get enamoured by this. I, I don't get the excitement that I've had on previous Euros or World Cups, and I, I don't know why that is. Is that me disconnecting from the? Ing- England game or the we national game, I don't so know. Much, we? we just see it all the time. Same meat, different gravy. Yeah. It's the same all the time. Anyway, uh, we are at two hours now. I've been Sean. Nigel's been... Laughing at still. And Len has been... Moaning at England. Come on, you Gareth. Irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 